Hey, disclaimer, the podcast you're about to listen to was filmed from the beach and the wind is really freaking loud, but it gets better. So stay in for the first 15 to 20 seconds and I promise you it's going to be worth it. Hello and welcome back to Live With Jacqueline, the podcast coming to you live from the beaches of Cape Cod. It's a windy day, but it's 64 degrees and sunny been back from Florida for about a week and I thought I need to get back to my beach man I need to get back to when I recorded my last episode here where I got cut off because JP called and for some reason uh Anchor doesn't say hey she's busy recording a podcast and I just re-listened to kind of where it got cut off and I wanted to start from there there's a lot of people walking on this beach and it makes me so happy that people are just out getting the sunshine in. So if you hear anybody kind of in the background, that's what it is. But I'm not going to change that. I left off with talking about how long it's going to take for the healing process. How do you know it's going to be worth it? What if you go through all of this and nothing changes except for your titties? By the way, let's just talk about that. I have no idea what the fuck they're going to look like. Nobody knows. I have no idea. Here's something that happened while I was in Florida. Um, I don't really care, actually. I mean, do I care? Sure. But, like, I don't care. Like, I would have cared, like, 15 years ago. So, when I went to get them originally, you know, they take a picture. And so I asked for my medical records. They shipped me my medical records in Florida. But my pictures don't show up. And that's what I really wanted to see because I don't have any. Listen, kids, this is 2005. I don't have any selfies or like titty pictures lurking around. <laughs> These are the people who have them. Um, so I asked them, I'm like, could you like copy them and send them to me? So they did. And I got to see my original breasts, my OG boobies. And I was like, there they are. And it helped me to understand, which I knew. I told you this. I don't have any regrets having gotten these. They absolutely served a purpose. I loved them for a long time. And they made me feel beautiful, look beautiful, feel confident. There's a lot that came along with that. I will also say that... um, you know, understanding from those pictures what I looked like before. Because one of the things, you heard this in the last episode, um, my gynecologist, who acts kind of sort of as my primary, he's like, look, you've had these for so long. You're used to what this aesthetic is. It's going to be really hard for you probably to go back to a different aesthetic because you just don't even know this life. You were 25 when you got them, and now you're going to be 42. Like, that's a long-ass time. And I said, you're right. So being able to kind of zoom back to be like, oh, there's my 25-year-old self. These are what they looked like. Okay. Now, I know they're not going to look like that because I've had a lift. Um, I've had a real reduction. Um, I'm going to be also having another lift with this surgery. We're also going to be having a fat transfer, Right? So we're taking fat from the outside of my hips in the hopes that we can add a little bit of fullness because the doctor said 
my breasts are 80% implants. Yeah. That's not so that's not in my favor, kids. <laughs> I don't care if I have small boobs. That doesn't bother me. As a matter of fact, I'm excited to have a smaller chest. Um because for myriad reasons. Look, I'm 5'4. I weigh about 130 pounds. I don't need big boobs for a lot of reasons, especially when you're petite, like it, clothes don't fit right. Um, they get in the way of shit. Like, you know, I wear a size dress one way, but like it doesn't fit my chest or my back the other way. A jacket doesn't fit or won't close. Like all of the typical things that come along with having a larger chest. So I'm really excited for that reason. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're going to look like. I'm hopeful that the fat transfer is successful. I had my pre-op with Dr. Chatson yesterday. If you're following me on Instagram, you can go watch an IGTV live that I did right after that pre-op. It answers so many questions. So if you have questions, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have breast implants. I'm thinking, I'm, I don't know, I want to get them replaced. Maybe I don't. What are my other options? What the heck does surgery look like? What's recovery look like? What's the scarring deal? Talk to me. That's you need to go watch it at IGTV. Listen to it on a podcast. Listen to it on a walk and talk. Go do that because I answer a lot of things there that I want to hear. Being able to see what my body was previously, have that conversation with Dr. Chatson, and then kind of know he says, well, listen, fat transfer him. In his office, he's seen about an 86, 80% um, retention rate as far as like when you transfer the fat. Because fat can necrotize when you move it to a different part of the body. And we want to prevent that. So you have to keep the fat immobile. And I have to wear something called a pexy bra, which is just this bra that is going to make it so the boobs don't move. And I have to wear that bra for three weeks straight. When I say three weeks straight, I mean day and night, the day after I come, or the, the minute I come out of surgery. There's no taking it off to shower. There's no taking it off to itch a scratch. I am in this guy for three weeks, which also means I do not get to shower for three weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys should have been at the dinner table last night. This was fucking hilarious. So JP comes home, he brings sushi, we sit down. And I said, hey, I have my pre-op with Dr. Chatson today. Can I tell you about it? He's like, sure, tell me. I want us to know. He's like, I'm team Jackie all the way. I'm like, this is great. You really need to be on my team right now because I have some information for you. <laughs> Nothing in my life makes me laugh harder than seeing Jonathan Price uncomfortable. I love seeing him squirm. It cracks me up. It's one of the funniest things. So I said to him, so I'm going to be in this bra for three weeks and I can't shower. And he just looks at me and he said, (laughs) so you're going to take a bath? And I said, "Mm, no. (laughs) 
then he says, so what the fuck? You're just going to stink? <laughs> and I said, well, pal, that's where you come in. And that's why our marriage vows are so important. <laughs> I love this guy so much. Oh, He's like, okay. And he's like, I'm here for it. I'm like, that's right. We have a handheld. We have Norwex towels. We have these special, like, the biodegradable cloth. Like, we're golden. We got a plan. We have support. We know what we're going to do. But that was pretty funny. So, I just don't know what they're going to look like. And I won't get to fucking see them for three weeks, you guys. This is very... I'm not trying to make myself sound special here. But it's very different from your typical woman who's getting an explant. Okay? A lot of people don't opt to do this procedure at the same time or if they do like I mean you know they probably are in the same boat as me but most women are taking a peek see you know maybe a week later this is gonna be good for me though it's gonna be good because you have to just like when I talk about with anything else you always have to talk about your why and stay committed to that right why do you show up to work out is it just so you can have a six-pack? Fuck that. Is it... Is it because you think you should? Because you ate a burger or fries or too many cookies and you want to punish yourself and work it off on the treadmill? Mm-mm. Or is it because it feels good to move your body? You like to do cardiovascular movement because there's a history of heart disease in your family and you want to do your best by moving. You like to feel strong and you want to prevent low back pain. You want to be able to pick your kid out of their high chair without worrying that you're going to crumple to the ground. Lots of reasons why. Let's get to the deeper stuff. Same thing here. If I led with the fucking aesthetic foot, do you think I'd be driving this ship here? No. I'm leading with the health foot, friends. I'm doing this because I want to feel better. That's it not going to lie to you. I mean, I hope that I look decent on the other side. Everybody's different. I did not allow myself to start looking at anybody's pictures until only three months ago. And that was on purpose. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to I never was going to chicken out. I was never going to not do this. But I didn't want to start thinking or second guessing and just getting my mind leading with that foot and letting that stuff creep in. Oh my God, what if I turn out like her? Oh, let me find someone who kind of looks like me. Like, I didn't want to do that. This is my own journey and I have no idea what I'm going to even look like because it's going to be a totally different boob. just don't know. And the only way, and here's the thing, The only way to know if you're going to get better from breast implant illness is to take them out. That's it. There's no other way. Besides, these fuckers have been in for 17 years. They got to go anyways. They should have been replaced a long time ago. Um, 
nowadays, by the way, the FDA has a black box warning label on breast implants and you have to sign off knowing full well all of the potential risks that you're choosing when you choose to implant these. That is not required. That was never required when I got these. That only happened last September, 2021. If you choose to put this fully knowing what your risks are, that's great. That is up to you. Absolutely informed consent, informed decision, not a problem. Not everybody gets sick who has breast implants. Some people get really sick right away. And some people shit creeps. Some people things get exacerbated. That would be yours truly. Mostly got sick, but like I had a little thyroid, kind of went away, and then I think this exacerbated it. But now I think they recommend that you're supposed to... I know that you're supposed to have an MRI every three, every year, or every three years. You know, I should check this. Um, but then you're supposed to replace them like uh, by every 10, something like that. Maybe it's more frequent. Certainly not what I've done or been doing or, were, or was recommended to. Never got a call from my doctor saying, hey, you should probably get things checked. Hey, maybe you should consider taking those out and putting some freshies in. No, nobody said anything to me. Why is that? Why is that? Even if your job is to make money as my plastic surgeon, wouldn't you call me if you're like, hey, Jacqueline, have you thought about replacing these guys? They're kind of old. We have a better technology out here right now. I mean, if that's you as a plastic surgeon trying to sell me, because that's your job, right? I don't know. By the way, don't be fooled thinking that there's a safer option right now. There's no safe option still silicone it's still getting put into your body and your body's still gonna have some kind of response and it depends on you and your own personal genetics whether that's gonna be breast implant illness no response at all or you're just gonna kind of hang out and everything's gonna be just fine but i'm gonna tell you something since releasing my initial podcast and then my initial post and subsequent posts 10, 15, 20 different women all have sent me direct messages have sent me text messages stating they either have them they want to get rid of them they're scared they've only had them they've had complications they're not really sure they have friends who have complications and they're really worried that this is what's going on for them and their friend doesn't want to hear it don't forget that was me It took me four years to get here, you guys. Two years of me him and hawing, like, oh, God, now I got to do this. Like, this is a whole thing. Because it is a whole thing. It's like, once you know, you can't unknow. So then I'm like, okay, I got to go down this path. Then you got to find the guy, the lady who's going to take him out, who believes you. Then you got to recover. You're not going to work out. I mean, there's so much that goes along with it. can tell you this I've never been more ready in my entire life never been I'm psyched I cannot wait I am so ready I'm not nervous I'm excited fucking take me right now let's just go I've been ready I just like (laughs) count down the days let's go let's go let's go I can't wait 
so I'll be curious to see how the recovery goes. Um, you know, I really am setting myself up for the best kind of recovery I think I can have. I have an incredible support team around me. If you guys want to see somebody feel loved, it's probably in the last week. I have had an incredible amount of close friends, some of you followers, send me personal either direct messages or text messages offering help. And not just like, hey, uh, thinking about you, it's I'm here, I'm 10 minutes away, I'd love to be able to pick up your groceries for you. or hey, we know Jonathan's going to be taking care of you. We want to make sure that he has carbs so he's not sad. (laughs) Or sending me a gift box from Thrive with some delicious bone broth and some treats for Frankie and Simone. I mean, I could not feel more loved and thought of and cared for. One of my besties is also going to be flying out from Minnesota to come stay with me. It's going to be really good. It's going to be better than good, you guys. It's going to be really fucking great. So, I can't wait to see you on the other side. And document that process with you guys. I feel like I've basically done everything that I can possibly do to kind of get myself ready for this mentally, physically, emotionally. And... Now we just got to start healing. So, if you found this episode helpful, could you please rate, review, or subscribe? Could you share it with somebody who maybe is concerned that they're experiencing some of these breast implant illness symptoms and they're not connecting the dots? I think that's the hardest part. That's when it starts to happen for so many women. They are starting to see the little dots over here, there, over here, maybe they're bounced around to different doctors and they're just unsure. But now when they start to put it all together, it might really make sense. And that can feel scary. I'm here. I'm a resource. I'm a safe space. Confidential. Somebody can come talk to me with zero judgment. Regardless if they decide to keep them, not put different ones in. I don't care. But I'd like to be a resource for somebody to ask questions. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care.